Uh, hey, everybody. I'm Bill Little here with uh, Steve Green, and um, we uh, were not able to get either Scott or Zoe this week. Scott's in South America, uh, looking See, at part of his brand new family. Sent, sent some beautiful, some beautiful pictures, and Zoe's busy all week. And um, we thought about calling some other people, and we realized, hey, you know what? We we just don't know if we can get a third person today. And for sure a flash, enough. I thought, yeah, I thought for a flash, I thought, well, I guess maybe we just don't do the right angles this week, and then. It occurred to me, we have never missed a trifecta show. Not, never once, not, not once. Over a decade. Well over a decade, more like 15 years, 2008. So 15 years without missing a show so or a recording session. So we're not missing this one either. So in any event, we had to get a last-minute guest, and and the and, and I decided to invite the Gorn Captain to come in. Uh, Gorn Captain, uh, thanks for being here. We're real, real glad to see you today. Hey, Bill, thanks for having me. Not prepared to die, you weak, inferior, soft-skinned, ground apes. Well, I... You're welcome, I guess. Um, I Steve, he's he's got this is an English second language problem for him. So I think at this point we'll just probably just talk amongst ourselves. He may decide to interject something. Uh, I developed a, a new obsession last night, and I've been playing with this way too much. Um, so I've, I've tried various uh, generative AI image creators, generators, um, but I'm doing a lot of stuff with Chewbacca. And I'll, I'll upload these images so so you can see them. But I've been at first I was trying to put them in mundane situations. I've got uh, I've got Chewie mowing the lawn. Uh, I've got Chewie windsurfing. I've got Chewie in front of a campfire. And it, in retrospect, the campfire one that one's kind of obvious because you know he lives on a comes from a tree planet, right? So, eh. uh, but since then I've been doing stuff like uh, having tea with Queen Elizabeth II, and that one that one turned out really well. Uh, I've got Bowie hanging out or. Bowie and Chewie hanging out at Studio 54. Um, and this one finally processed decently. It took four attempts. But I've got uh, Chewbacca hanging out with Hugh Hefner and a couple of bikini girls at the Playboy Mansion. And so for those of you unfamiliar with it, um, the uh, image processing technology has gotten very sophisticated now. It's not real AI in the sense that it's genuinely intelligent, but it does specific tasks really well. I remember uh, Scott was talking about... Does he uh, still live? Yes, he's still alive, and yes, he'll be back. Has he been consumed uh, by the jungle? Um, I'm always available on short notice. Uh, what the AI is doing is it's looking... You, you basically just give it words. You just yeah, say, it's like... a natural Chewbacca. language command. Right. So then the software which is pretty sophisticated, goes out on the internet and looks for Chewbacca. And it finds millions of pictures of Chewbacca, probably, and has a pretty good idea of what Chewbacca looks like. Same thing with Hugh Hefner or David Bowie or whatever. And then you give it a position, like you say, Chewbacca riding piggyback on David Bowie. There's another one for you. Uh, I've got him flirting with Elle McPherson in a bar. That was one of my first ones. It turned out really well. Uh, I got a hold of the software... And I was in one of my uh, deep dive phases, and I was really into the Jack the Ripper thing. And I thought, okay, Jack the Ripper. And so I would say Jack the Ripper, and um, and and I and I'd get something that I kind of liked, and it said and not really enough London. So I'd add London to the to the search thing, and now all of a sudden Big Ben is appearing, and I say more shadows, more fog, and it would just constantly change these iterations. And and I did that for uh, for a number of things, and what I found was that that. Because it's so alien, it is not a human intelligence. It's not really intelligence at all. It creates extremely disturbing images. And so when you're dealing with a disturbing subject like 
vampires or gargoyles or Jack the Ripper or something, you get breathtaking results. But then I tried to do the same thing with like angels or knights in shining armor. And I got a couple things that were kind of okay, but even those looked a little disturbing, you know? So it, it seems to me that, um, that uh, it, it, it's even, the, even when you try to do something positive, there's something just wrong. I did the Jack the Ripper stuff, and then I, I'm just like, I did a lot of like fire demons because fire is just real dramatic. Uh, I went through a Cthulhu phase. I was trying to do, I was just trying to get, you know, sea monsters in Cthulhu. I had a couple of those Ooh, that, I, that I really yeah. like. And, and some of them are so disturbing, I just can't really show them. And then finally, I think I did things like man made out of wood and stuff. And, and folks, these are disturbing <laughs> images. <laughs> Would you like to see some of mine? Yeah, sure. What you got? This one is super cash. This was back when I was in college. I majored in species extermination. Good times. Okay, on this one, I was really into working my trapezius muscles for a while there until I ruptured a disc. That still hurts like a bitch. Okay, forget this one. I was just goofing with my bros after wiping out a puny colony of inferior beings. All other beings are inferior! This is me wading into the slaughter ritual back home. I killed 3,424 unarmed, puny earthlings with my bare fangs. I got the bronze. Uh, this one was too tight in the groinal region. I was not a happy camper that day. This one is a little embarrassing also. I'd been partying all night at the Underrock Club, and by the time I started out to my shuttlecraft, the sun was already up, and the morning commuters were staring at me like I just crawled out from under a rock, but I didn't give a f I was totally trashed that night. The photographer asked me to show him my warface, so I did, and just after this was taken, I ate him and his entire family. I was kind of down on this day. I wanted more skulls for my belt, but no such luck. Still, the worst day exterminating is better than the best day working. I really like the shoulder pauldrons on this one. I don't usually go for a cool color palette, but I really like that blue-gray, and the orange tunic just really pulls the whole thing together somehow. I don't know. Alright, I, I don't know how this one got in here. This spandex tunic makes me look fat. Next! Now, I don't usually use a stylist on speciocidal missions, but my social media person insisted I give it a try. I think this makes me look gay. Next! Okay, this is just me having some fun here. I was the all-galaxy spawn champion for 6733. I invented that weapon. It's half whip and half spear. I call it a whip spear. Okay, here, I needed something a little more dressy for the ritual begging and compliance ceremony before the puny, inferior alien envoys are chained together and pushed into the rotating blades in the arena. This is from a promotional poster for an extermination comedy I pitched several years ago. We shot the pilot, but it never got picked up. <laughs> puny earthlings. You disgust us. Except for the one called Kirk. I, 
I photobombed this dude just before I decapitated him. Look at that expression. What a douche. And this is just me at Disney World. It amuses us how hard you earthlings will beg for your lives, your miserable, puny lives. This is just a shout-out to my homie, Gotti Z. Ah, this one, this is my all-time favorite. I don't know. It just captures the mood, I guess. So um, so we'll see you uh, for all of our regular episodes right here on Right Angle, made possible by the members at BillWhittle.com. Thanks very much for supporting us, and we'll see you on our regular shows. Well, that was embarrassing and pathetic.